This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. Maybe you get in an accident chasing down a homicidal liquid metal machine from the future, or a time-traveling car sends you skidding into a truck full of manure. Perhaps a homicidal child cracks your skull open with a paint can this holiday season. Mo understands that every case is unique. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. What's up, guys? Welcome to this. It's not really a master. It's just a regular episode. But just um, yeah, right? yeah, just we are do we are doing the MCU, and we're going to be doing some time traveling today, uh, episode wise too. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Figuratively so, and literally. Yes. But before we do that, we gotta we gotta figure out what's going on. What's new with you guys? What's new, pussycat? No one wants to go. Nobody. Nobody. No. Fine. I just got back from vacation today. How was it? So I got sunburned. <laughs> well, that's, that's a given, uh, dude. I, I'm, uh, my skin is what you would call pale or pale. Pale. <laughs> I think it's called Irish. That's what it's called. If you're lame, it's pale. And uh, when I go in the sun, it just turns bright red. And I spent a week in the beaches of southwest Florida in Naples. I saw the pictures, man. I was a little jealous. Yeah. yeah, I took yeah. my drone out and got some good drone shots too this week. Yeah, you did. I like those. I like those shots. That was you said that very casually. I took my drone out. I didn't know you had a drone. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. Well, I mean, when you're in roofing, you usually keep a drone around because you guys take pictures of roofs and shit all the time. So it's just a tool of my trade that I also use for fun. Yeah. Uh, I know what you, you do got, with that thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got a license? Did you see it hovering over your backyard while you were out back sunny? There you go. You notice I pulled the top down a little before you? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you're, you're the best. You are. Um, but I, I also feel when I'm there, like, I'm a little out of place because, like, I zillowed the street that, that our place <laughs> is on. Uh, t- two blocks to the south of us is the Ritz-Carlton of Naples. And yeah. as you go up the street, it's the cheapest house in the street's like, $18 million. Oh, it's not You showed the... Yeah. Uh, the Zillow Fucking map Manchin is crazy. Row. Twenty-five million, seventeen million. Um, uh, our friend yeah. of our show, Andrew Walsh, was like, "Oh, I hate to be the guy that owns the one point seven million. And I'm like, "That's just yeah, an empty I know. Lot. It's like a shack. <laughs> no, it's just an empty lot. There's just grass. It's an empty lot. So the empty lots are worth almost two million. That's nice. Yeah. So uh, uh, we bought back in the '80s, of course. So you know, when there was nothing there but a little fishing village, and uh, somehow we're still there, even though like we do not belong there. They haven't kicked your ass out of there yet. They haven't. I went to the Publix. There's like three Rolls Royces, a couple Ferraris, just yeah. some Bentleys. Eric, just Eric there. there's there's meetings every week. With yeah. Oh yeah, that crew trying to figure out how to get the Beverly Hillbillies out there. Yeah, you know that that um, we're like the rich million, like or not millionaire, the rich billionaire comes and buys the ski resort, and then like the happy go lucky kids that have been there their whole lives try to like rally to keep it. That's mm-hmm. us. <laughs> <laughs> I like except, that. Except with guns. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I, I may or may not be called Pigpen at some point. Oh, shit. Oh, God. That's yeah. my nickname, Pigpen. <laughs> so what's new with you guys? I'm trying to think. I got nothing. Eric, go you. You got nothing? Um, I, uh, I played babysitter yesterday to my cousin's kid, which was awesome. Um, I was alone in the house with my three kids and his kid. And Did you dress was, up like a woman, a la Robin Williams? No, no, no. I mean, that's that was for later, man. It was. I know, Joe. You're not impressed by having four kids in the house because you've got like <laughs> 35 kids. Yeah. But it was it was more kids than I was used to, so it's a little chaotic. Look, it was either it was either me yelling amateur or asking about a Robin Williams missed out fire joke. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you went there. Thank, family friendly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it was it was it was a lot of fun. And uh, this weekend, my wife has taken me to see Frank Turner at House of Blues tomorrow, which is, nice. is exciting. Big Frank Turner fan. Also, Bouncing Souls is opening up for him. So, going to have a wonderful time. We were discussing, though, how are we going to deal with standing for uh, three bands? Because we're... Oh, no. Forget it. <laughs> we're in our 30s, and we didn't spring for the, the loge seats in the House of Blues. <laughs> Which is what you do at our age. Like we saw Elvis Costello at the House of Blues, 
got the lower seats we were sitting snacking it was beautiful this is uh this is gonna be tough because i haven't i haven't seen a show this way in many many years so <laughs> um it's going to be interesting but i'm very excited about it yeah yeah um well no i i had a cool semi-surprise today my daughter founding patreon member and my daughter hannah christ came for a visit she's staying overnight nice she escaped from work because uh while school is over she's she's a she works in the residence halls at, at a college in in massachusetts and it's a very prestigious college with a lot of really obnoxious rich kids that think their shit don't stink so she's actually got it pretty rough nice. um so she's been dealing with that all year and the school's out they're gone but this weekend they are having the 2020 uh graduation ceremony that those 2020 kids couldn't have oh that's cool that's cool yeah yeah yeah, it's nice for them but they're putting them all up in the building that my daughter lives in so uh, she got (laughs) the hell out of dodge she wanted nothing to do with that shit because Smart. I mean, so, so is she still... gonna come on for the Patreon readoff? Yeah, I should. <laughs> well, she's she's out with friends, but if she's back, maybe I will. Look, we but, got like seven hours. So we no, that's true. Work. That's very true. But very yeah, optimistic. she she got the hell out of Dodge. Like I said, she she put it up with enough nonsense. And I mean, tw- they graduated in 2020. They're still children. So <laughs> they may be out and about in the world now, but they're still children. So um, you that's know, fair. but it's cool. It's always cool having her around. We have a good time. We watch, uh, the three of us get together and we watch Somebody Feed Phil on Netflix. <laughs> nice. You guys watch that show. But, yeah, it's a good show. I like um, that one. It's so great. Phil's a funny dude and uh, the new season just came out. So we I also like Fuck That's Delicious. I haven't <laughs> tried that one. That's another good one. It's a great title. Yeah, it's it's one of those Vice channel shows. I, I love oh, Vice channel. I have seen it. No, no, no. You're right. I'm Vice. I have seen it. They, yeah. Vi- I actually, oh, well, I was down in Naples because I didn't have my normal streaming shit with me. Yeah. Um, I, it, well, I did log into Hulu on the TV, but um, mm-hmm. there was a show called like something about the 90s, um, and it's a Vice City show. Um, the Dark Side of the 90s is what it's called. Okay. And like each episode was about different things. So, like the first one was about like like a sh- like trash TV, like Jerry Springer and shit. Yeah. And yeah. it gives you like the backstory. One yep. was about like you know um, the whole like. Uh, people that die like committed suicide in the 90s one was about like the uh, different musical acts but it was a really interesting show like in each hmm. episode broke it down one was about the viper room which uh johnny depp owned yep which was a really cool story that's where also, river phoenix bought it yeah river phoenix that's what they were talking about there yeah um so it was just, it was just a really like interesting look back into that time when i was young um in yep. that whole you know that whole party atmosphere of the 90s where it was just kind of a whole its own thing yeah yeah, that's cool. Oh, hey, Joe, yeah. I do have something new uh, that you'd be interested in. Today I had a meeting at mm. Hourglass. Yes. Not the one we go to, but the other one. The Not the Longwood one. The the uh, what, uh, the Curry Ford. Out yeah. Orlando. So I, 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 just, I just picked that spot because it was a middle ground between me and this guy, and it was like an art thing and, you know, the commission that I'm going to do. But... You're gonna be so mad at me. The beer that you asked me to get you that they sold out of in the dad like, jokes. The dad jokes. They had it there. What? And you forgot to get it. And I, as soon as I walked <laughs> in, I saw it and I said, "Mental note: Pick that up and yeah. go before I leave." Had the meeting. It was like an hour and, and fifteen. They sold out while you're in the meeting. <laughs> I, I looked up. That shit was gone. I was That's like, "Oh yeah. man!" But it's all I, good. At least I you think, thought about me. I did. I always do. We also have some. Really, really exciting news. Uh, we had a special guest today, folks. Yeah, we yeah. do. We do. Can we open up the portal and just let him in right now? Yeah. <laughs> the, the glory portal? You got your <laughs> glory portal. Yeah. You got your sling ring, brother? Yeah. yeah. Slinging something. Yeah. Yeah, so, we have a special guest. Uh, one of our Patreon members and an absolute cool human being. Um, Mr. Matt Quine from the Fret Talk podcast or... As whoa, our whoa, Patreon whoa. members know him as uh, Mr. U G Rection. Hello, how are you doing, Mr. Rection? Hello, how's it going? Hey. <laughs> it's going well. It's going well. Um, yeah, it's, 
we we did a masterful job at stalling while you got your uh, your pizza. Yeah, <laughs> okay. thank, thank you very much, guys. Yeah, I, sorry. I was trying so hard not to mention it. <laughs> no, no, you got to blow it up. No, you got to yeah, throw me under the bus. I really shouldn't be eating on a podcast, but <laughs> oh please. Oh, it's okay. On. Doug eats pizza on every episode. I was going <laughs> to yeah. say you should see the shit we do. <laughs> Yeah, glory doesn't even stuff. involve food. Which, well, no. Eric, I, I appreciate you drawing the glory portal. You're welcome. And, and I, I was going to say, we all eat on the podcast. That's what the foam on the microphone is for catching the crumbs. Yes, <laughs> you know. exactly. Saving the washable. Yeah. <laughs> I even got so. Yeah, thank you so much, Matt, for joining us. Uh, we got a time difference and everything. With Matt has been so accommodating. He he gigged tonight, and he's going to do this marathon episode. <laughs> Should be fun. after it. So I'm, I'm sure by the end of this, you'll just get a load of dribble from me because it'll be <laughs> stupid o'clock in the morning. But yeah, we'll get through it. I've done it before. That's kind of like the whole podcast, anyway. So it'll be fine. <laughs> oh yeah, there's. We won't hold it against you if you fall asleep at some point. No, you know, we get it. But we are very appreciative. We really we may are. draw so. a, a digital penis on your face, though. Yeah. That's absolutely we, fine. I'm, know, used Zoom, to, I'm used to Zoom, far worse. Zoom can do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I was just talking about how I was the you know pig pen of the ski resort. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Um, so, yeah. So, did you have anything new you want to talk about, Matt? What's going on? Uh, no, not really. Like, just life in general, I suppose. Nobody really knows me from, the, from your listenership. So, I'll just say that, yeah, I'm the co-host of the Fret Talk podcast with Budget Pedal Chap, who you had on for... Is it Terminator Two? He did Terminator yes. Two. Yeah, and I think yeah. I think he's coming back as a he repeat is when guest. We get, when we get the schedule sorted out, <laughs> we're going to do Pulp Fiction with him. But yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm I'm just so thankful to have you on because to have me on just because I, I really enjoy listening to the podcast. I was saying to Doug, like I basically had cherry picked through of the films that I really enjoyed, and mm-hmm. once I've been through those, I'm starting to work through the ones that sort of I've either not seen or not enjoyed so much, and it just. You, could, oh, you guys great. give a, a whole new perspective on all sorts of films. So, yeah, I really enjoy listening, and thank you very much for having me. Oh, my God, Matt. Yeah, we're we're pleased to have you. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said about our show. <laughs> <laughs> so when you say different perspective, you mean like two professional ones and then one that's just an asshole, right? <laughs> just, ev- everybody just gives their own. Like, I, 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 I won't say I which one of us is which, but I think the audience <laughs> knows by now. And the, the other thing is, like you, you, you're, you guys are probably talk about actors and directors and producers and whatever. I haven't got a clue about any of that stuff, so I'll, I'll just be here <laughs> giving my opinion on what I saw on the screen and nothing more. Because apart from like Robert Downey Jr. and that's about Scarlett Johansson. That's about all I can name in terms of actors. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what a director is like. So, <laughs> I love yeah. that, man. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, no, it's all good, man. We're looking forward to it. So. Yes, welcome. You're welcome anytime. And uh, oh, yeah. we're going to jump right in. Guys, we're talking about the biggest movie of all time. Is that still true? That's got to still be true. Marvel Studios Avengers Endgame. Yeah! The culmination of, what, 10 years of awesome Marvel movies and everybody bringing their A game. All of the actors that Matt couldn't name, the directors that Matt couldn't name, the producers that Matt couldn't name, just fucking killing it. And they had to. This was this was tying the bow on the story that yes. they that they started with these Infinity Stones that we got clues to in all these movies, Guardians of the Galaxy, etc., etc. And this is putting a bow on the whole thing. It is a three-hour movie. Oh yeah. It actually feels like three or four different movies, too. It does, but it's done so well that it's all it good. It is. No, I no, I, it's to, like you don't want to stop watching. I do have to pat myself on the back because going into it in 2019, I, we obviously knew it was three hours long. And, you know, old man me made it all three hours without having to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I didn't eat or drink anything for about six hours I before. Whenever I, I didn't go to the movies, concession stand. I don't get any concessions. I'm like, I'm yeah. not missing this fucking movie. I just, yeah. I just sat and watched. And then when it, I went a few days later and during the Ronin scene in Japan, I ran to the bathroom and came back. Oh, um, uh-huh. and that is yeah. oh, but the f- first time around, yeah. It's and I, I did pay attention. That is the same set from Doctor Strange. Yeah, <laughs> yes. it is hundred percent, and probably fifty other movies. To be honest with you, if yeah. we looked, you know, um, it's it's yeah. But so I I don't know if this is true or not, Eric. Maybe you can help me with this. Mm-hmm. I heard originally they wanted Infinity War and Endgame to be one long fucking movie. Yes. Yeah, but not 
not five and a half hours. Yeah. yeah. But yes, they were looking at a four four hour plus movie, and then they decided against it. Yeah, because they wanted to you know really stretch it out and get more out of it. Well, I'm glad yeah. they did. I'm glad they Me did. Too. Absolutely. I couldn't, um, I couldn't have sat through four hours of of all that. That's <laughs> yeah. a big I, ask. I know we're peeling back the curtain here, but we're actually doing this movie a little. We're recording early. It's going to release in order with the other Marvel movies that were recorded. But is the only movie that comes between these two um, Black or not Black Widow, uh, Captain Marvel, or is Ant Man and the Wasp between these also? That's also in between them because they was filmed at the same time. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, because I couldn't remember. Is Ant-Man and the Wasp or the one he ends up inside the van and they disappear? Or is that the end of Ant-Man? No, that's the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp. And the Wasp. Okay, so that had to have come before this. Thing. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, it I came just want, in between like, the two, exactly. I, we're going to do it when we when we actually do it. And when you release when we release it, it's not going to matter because you're listening to this in the right order. But right, from exactly. my, mind, my mind, I needed to know that. <laughs> now, before, before we jump in, I'm going to tell you guys, I watched this movie yesterday morning with my kids. Okay, on, on this couch, in this arm, I had my oldest daughter. This arm, I had my, my son. And I sobbed like a fucking madman. Oh, yeah. For most of this movie, and I, out of my peripherals, saw my daughter judging me. She's <laughs> my 10-year-old daughter kind of like, okay, Dad, like, fucking, we get it. Yeah, you know? right. I'm shaking and stuff. I'm like, oh, my God. And and because I had to do the timestamps for the, for our episode, after the emotional impact hit, I had to pause it and go back to get the time. Yeah. It's like, it's like we gotta watch it again. Yep. So, just be prepared. Be prepared for another well, I, uh, yeah edition of telling, Old Men. I was crying. telling Erica that I'll probably be crying on this episode. Ooh, it's gonna be rough. <laughs> it will be. Well, Joe, if you want to roll me the first clip, we're gonna open the movie. Um, with Tony's message. Now, before we get the message, we get the first bit of tears. Um, not to you know steamroll over it, but we get Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye hanging out with his family, mm. and he's teaching his daughter how to shoot a bow and arrow as yep. a Hawkeye does. And it's it's a beautifully you see his farm. It's shot so just vividly and full of life. Um, you know, you see his little ankle bracelet on because you know even though he's out of jail he still can't leave the premises and uh whew, jeremy renner sells this moment like right out of the gate his family disappears he doesn't know what happens he's confused they're gone and uh you know what happens as the audience but he doesn't oh, yeah. because you saw the end of infinity war and go oh, peter they all turn to dust is this the first mention of Hawkeye at all in the entire MCU? Because I don't think they use that moniker at all until he calls oh, her Hawkeye as, as she um, hits the bullseye. I don't think I remember Hawkeye being mentioned at all for the entire rest of the series. Hmm. The only little nod you got was when he showed up in Thor and they said he's in the nest, but they never called him yeah. Hawkeye. Right. Yeah. They yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Even in like Infinity War, I think he's just always Clint. Like Clint. everyone calls him Clint. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, or Barton. Yeah, yeah, or Barton. I, yeah, that's an interesting like perspective. Yeah, I've never that's a thought good of. Catch, man. <laughs> <laughs> See, Matt's already on. The, you, 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 come on, but yeah, the act like I said, Jeremy Renner just selling this moment of, of fear and desperation as his family's now vanished, yep. and that's your opening to this movie. This is a an emotional roller coaster, um, and it just doesn't let up. Yeah. So. I, I know, Doug, you're with me on this, man. Like, you start this, you you crank this thing up, you're like, all right, we're doing the episode, let's go. Mm-hmm. You, like me, are a sensitive cat. Yeah. Does this scene wreck you? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I... Okay. I, I, so I watched this this week. I watched... Last weekend, I watched Infinity War, just because I hadn't seen it in a little bit, and to get myself fresh for this. And then I watched, you know, I watched it probably in three runs during the week and yeah there every like every time there's so many scenes and i'm gonna get emotional thinking about the scenes when they come up that yeah and there's obviously different levels of tears but you know like the end last night eric was sitting on the couch with me and you know she was doing her own thing and i'm just like sobbing uncontrollably yeah let's play a game yeah 
right before we even start. Okay. There are two times I actually got teared up. I didn't cry, but I got teared up in my eyes. They kind of watered. Can you guess what those two moments are in this movie? Um, when you first saw Fat Thor. Because <laughs> you got that a boner be, too, but I got yeah. a boner and I laughed, but I didn't. Yeah. Cry, I didn't tear up there. Okay, when did Joe tear up? Mm. All right, my first guess is going to be when Clint and Natasha are fighting over who's going to kill themselves. Oh no, I give a no? fuck less. Okay, <laughs> I care about neither one of those characters. He would have kicked them both over. The yep, yeah, I would have kicked them both over. The he fucking three hundred. Like, Why are you them? wasting so much fucking time? Exactly. Fair point. Fair point. Okay, I, I bet you rolled a tear or, or at least welled up a little bit when Cap caught the hammer. Yep, I knew it. That yeah. was one of them. There okay. you go. The funeral Surely, scene? Yeah, I was going to say, the funeral has to be the other. <laughs> no. Joe goes to funerals for fun. That's a, fly, yeah, yeah. That's a pastime in Florida. That's where you pick up Jake. You show up at random funerals and laugh. Oh, they're so much easier there. They're out there by themselves. Holy fuck. <laughs> wow. Uh, nope, nope. Um. No. And it really got, this scene really got me this time because of you, Eric. Oh, because of me? Yep. Wh okay. Was it when Peter says goodbye to Tony? Nah. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, Look, was it he doesn't, you don't just call someone Mr. Stark over and over again when they're about to die. Like, <laughs> it's fucking stupid. <laughs> what about the hug? What about the hug? No? Hmm. Mm. America's ass. I don't know, Joe. <laughs> yeah, it was it was when all the portals opened up and everyone's coming out. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah, but that, that's right. happy it, tears. It, that's like and that's because I just pictured a million glory portals opening up. <laughs> oh God, just a bunch of dicks. <laughs> but but no no, I did picture that this time. However, <laughs> I did tear up the very first time I saw it too. Because when you yeah. hear just um, Falcon come through the comms, yeah, I and know. then like you see the the like the first one open up in black pants on your just, left yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, we'll, we'll get there yeah, yeah. On your yeah left. Those, are the, those are my two moments i actually teared up in this though okay. i just want to let, let you know ahead of time other than that nope can i get you a plaque <laughs> that says proof that joe has a heart <laughs> <laughs> yes and, and on that it'll be a portal with the dildo coming out of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay well I, i'm i'm glad to know that it hits you in a in a impactful way man i mm -hmm. That's good to know. But yeah, um, just the fun. The, I knew, I knew it. It fucking gets me every time. That one gets me. Yeah, yeah I understand. I, I, I cheered in my living room, and, and my daughter, like I said, thinks less of me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we then cut to outer space. Tony Stark and Nebula stranded in a ship, playing. Uh, what's that? You know, football. Mm. Yeah, it's just yeah, football. football. Desk, desk football, paper football. Yeah. yeah. Right, but is it okay? That's all it is, just paper for desk. Yeah, I don't think that I don't remember. I mean, you know, we were we were kids in school and we played it, but I don't remember it being called anything else. Okay. I yeah, I don't know. We just called it football. One of my favorite football. Well, we can't bring but, um, football with a British guest on the show because it gets confusing. Oh, uh, football. It's not. It's not. You know, paper soccer. Like it's the whole thing. I, I can we're deal with calling mine soccer. All right. Okay. We're all talking right. about the football that Ted Ted coached before he came to Richmond. No, oh. I mean yours really is hand egg because there's no kicking of the ball apart from the odd, like four times a game. So it's not yeah, really football. Well, hold on. Yeah. In all fairness, my team scores the most points kicking the ball. Because <laughs> <laughs> your team sucks. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right. Like so that. it's 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 called finger football. Oh God, there's some no. conditions <laughs> artwork there that's coming. Yeah, um, you didn't want to say that. <laughs> flick football, tabletop football, or all caps. F-I-K-I, whatever the fuck that stands Vicky. for. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> I don't know what that but is, but yeah, it funny. I mean, tabletop and flick football, I guess, ring bells with me when I was a kid. All right, I'm doing, we're doing everything we can to derail us. I know, I <laughs> know. Get, All right, we're going to get, get back on track. Going. So they're on the ship, and they're kind of bonding. You know, it's, it's kind of cute to see. Tony's looking a little frail. I mean, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's losing weight. He doesn't have much time left. And he leaves this message on his helmet with the hopes that one day Pepper will see it. If you find this recording, don't post it on social media. It's going to be a real tearjerker. I don't know if you're ever going to see these. I don't even know if you're still... Oh, God, I hope so. Today's day 21? No, uh, 22. You know, if it wasn't for the existential terror 
of staring into the literal void of space, I'd say I'm feeling a little better today. Infections run its course, thanks to the blue meanie back there. Oh, you love her. Very practical. Only a tiny bit sadistic. So the fuel cells were cracked during battle and we figured out a way to reverse the ion charge and bought ourselves about 48 hours of flight time. Uh, but it's now dead in the water. A thousand light years from the nearest 7-Eleven. Oxygen will run out tomorrow morning. And that'll be it. And Pep, I'm, I know I said no more surprises, but I gotta say, I was really hoping to pull off one last one. But it looks like, well, you know what it looks like. Don't feel bad about this. I mean, actually, if you grovel for a couple weeks and then move on with enormous guilt, I should probably lie down for a minute, caress my eyes. Please know, when I drift off, it'll be like every night lately. I'm fine, totally fine. I drink about you. So we're in for a heavy ride. Oh yeah. In case the Hawkeye shit didn't get you. <laughs> This is, you know, really yeah. cementing it for you. They're like, look, we're going to try to fuck you with this guy that you don't really care about's family, but we're going to also make you think that Iron Man's dying right here in the beginning of this movie, too. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Like, and they did a beautiful job. I mean, he's, he's looking out into the vastness of the cosmos, contemplating his own death. It's, it's, uh, ugh, it's affecting stuff. I almost wish at, at one point he would have looked over at Nebula and said, it's really much bigger on the inside, isn't it? Oh, my God. It's a Doctor Who reference, because yeah, it's Karen no, I, Gillian. No, mm -hmm. yeah. He looks like he could play the Doctor. Oh, fucking RDJ is a Doctor. Ooh. I'm just talking myself into something I, here. I'd like to... I, I need to know how your brain works. We got, like, four no, more seasons. It's not happening. Well, also... Later in the movie, when they're talking about time travel, you think she would chime in because she knows a little bit about timey-wimey shit? Timey-wimey, yes. I, I'll digress. Get on with it. No, I'm going to let you burn this thing to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. Obviously, Tony's dying. And, um, you know, he's getting weaker and weaker. We get a scene where Nebula kind of props him up on a chair so that he can die uh, looking out at the beauty of the cosmos. And uh, lo and behold, he's uh, presented with this bright white light. And it's your girl, Captain Marvel, come to save the oh, day. Oh, yeah. Yes. We knew they weren't going to kill Tony in this nah. movie, right? Well, like, <laughs> No, he's not going to die in this movie. Absolutely not. No. Nah. Come on, man. He's like the face of the franchise. He can't. No. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Um. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. So she brings the ship back down to Earth to the uh, new Avengers compound, the... Uh, that's the, what, the upstate New York? Yeah, I believe that's where it's at. Yeah. Somewhere. I was like, oh, she's just fucking carrying the shit on her shoulder like it's fucking nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, just get my workout in. Yeah. Uh, we see some of the old crew come out to see what the commotion is. We got a now clean-shaven Captain America. Uh, lost the beard, and I lost a little bit of respect for him. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish he would have kept the beard. Yeah. Clean-cut cap is not my favorite cap. Mm -mm. I like homeless cap. Yeah. Like that fuck America cap. I'm not even going to put the star on my chest. Well, we're not still talking about U.S. agent. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, of course, they run out to the ship and uh, run to Tony. You know, it's it's a miracle that he's alive. Bring him back inside and, and um, you know, try to get him some medical attention. Now, understand this movie was predicated on everything that happened in Infinity War. Infinity War... Yeah. Is very Empire Strikes Backy, like the bad guys lose. Okay, that movie ends in a very dark, fucked up way, and uh, that's with Thanos snapping his fingers with all of the Infinity Stones and, and turning half of uh, life in the universe to dust. Should have went for the head. Should have went for the head. 
So we get this next scene, Joe, where Cap is sort of pressing Tony like, do you have you, you fought him? Like, obviously, you fought him. You lost. Do you know where he's at? Do you have any clues? Anything? That I, I like us? how he asked that, like, but the last person to find him was them on Earth. Like, Tony's like, dude, he disappeared for like four hours. I was just fucking sitting there trying to figure out what the hell was going on. <laughs> That's what he should have said. But, yeah. But uh, yeah, if you want to hit this next clip for me, get some more incredible acting in this movie. Tony, you fought him. We told you that. You fight him. No, he went in my face with a planet while the Bleecker Street magician gave away the store. That's what happened. There's no fight because okay. you can't beat him. Did he give you any clues? Any coordinates? Anything? Uh, I saw this coming a few years back. I had a vision. I didn't want to believe it. Thought I was dreaming. Tony, I'm going to need you to focus. And I needed you. As in past tense. That trumps what you need. It's too late, buddy. You know what I need? I need a shave. And I believe I remember telling tell me, is, tell me, tell me, alive and otherwise, that what we needed was a pseudo armor around the world. Remember that? Whether it impacted our precious freedoms or not, that's what we needed. Well, that didn't work out, did it? I said we'd lose. You said oh, we'll do that together too. And guess what, Cap? We lost. And you weren't there. That's what we do, right? Our best work after the fact. What are the Avengers? We're the Avengers, not the pre-Avengers. Okay. Right? You made your point. Just sit down, okay? okay? No, no, here's my point. You know what? Sit, sit down. We need Look, you. Your new blood. A bunch of tired old mules. I got nothing for you, Cap. I got no coordinates, no clues, no strategies, no options, zero, zip, nada. No trust. Liar. Here, take this. You find him, you put that on, you hide. Oof. Why is that so good? I know. And I will say there are moments in there where he sounds a little bit like Mark Maron, which freaked me out. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Just yes. A, just a tad. But yeah, I mean, just the, the performance here. Again, we know this is a comic book movie, but and, and that hurts anyone's chances at winning an award. But... Dude, come on. For my money, that's hard to beat. Yeah. Yep. So at this point, and, and some of the noises he heard in there were him, you know, knocking things over and falling down. And, you know, he's, he's in no position to do anything. Um, Captain Marvel's here now. Captain Marvel's sort of like the Michael Jordan of, of these superheroes as far as powers go. So after this, she's like, yeah, I'm just going to go find him and kill him. Like, fuck you guys. (laughs) And uh, I'm sure, Joe, you appreciated this moment where you've got Thor sitting in the background the whole time. Pissed off looking. Yeah, just mad. Mopey. In a hoodie for some reason. Like a Carhartt jacket. Like like he's been hanging out with Luke Cage in Harlem or something. (laughs) It's like I ran out of fancy armor clothes. I had to go to uh, Walmart. Yeah. Yeah, I went and, to Rural King. <laughs> <laughs> Got some sensible khakis. Um, he he sort of sizes her up, and it's a cool moment. Yeah, um, you know she's talking all her shit, and he just walks up to her and looks her in the face, holds his hand out next to her head, and waits for his axe, Stormbreaker. And she doesn't she flinch. Doesn't flinch, which yeah. is badass, and I love that. He's like, I like this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you do. Yeah, waiting for that that to happen. <laughs> I know you are. I can read you like the back of my hand, buddy. I mean, they're pretty much the only ones that could take it. So <laughs> I don't That's know. True. I've read that she's got a thing for Rhodey. Really? Yeah, they sort of indicated that in an upcoming scene. Yes. Alluded yes, to it anyway. So yeah, I, I heard that that might be a thing. It's like when going back to Luke Cage when Luke Cage like and Jessica Jones hooked up because they're the only two that could take each other. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there was a lot of broken furniture that day. Yeah. Um, so in the process of trying to figure all this out, Nebula um, sort of fesses up to like, listen, I know where he is. Obviously, we have, you know, this long relationship. And he said when he was done, he was going to go rest on his farm. And, you know, Rocket does his magic. Um, 
they figure out this is the planet where he's going to be. So they formulate very quickly a plan to go get him and, uh, you know, retrieve the stones. Uh, it's a risky plan. You know, you don't know what they're walking into, but it's worth a shot. So they uh, head into the ship and go into space. And uh, at this point, the team is comprised of Captain Marvel, Black Widow, Rocket Raccoon, Captain America, War Machine, and Thor. Um, and, oh, and Nebula. We mentioned Nebula yeah, yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. So they make the jump to light speed. Rocket warns them not to throw up in a ship. And uh, they get to the planet. Now, on the planet, you know, Captain Marvel does some recon. It's like, there's no army here. There's no satellites. There's no nothing. It's just him. And the uniform looks like a scarecrow. Yes. (laughs) Pulled straight from the pages of the comic books. Uh Might I remind you. Um, But it's it's another foreboding moment because, you know, it's just him. And Nebula's like, and that's enough. Mm-hmm. That's bad. And, and I think Nebula's only there to be a Deus Ex Machina, honestly. Like, there was no reason for her to be there except for what the role she plays in the future of this movie. That's very, that's very true. I'll, I'll yeah, I, I'll concede that to you. Um, it, it becomes very important later, but yeah, she probably yeah. you're right. You're right. Because Why if she she... wasn't there, then the whole second half of this movie wouldn't have happened. That's very true. You would have lost maybe an hour. It'd still be a two-hour-long movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Matt, did you watch this like recently in preparation for this episode? So since I suggested that I'd like to do this, I think I've watched it another four times because <laughs> okay, I just nice. I wanted to <laughs> Love it. make sure that it was all fresh in my mind. But this this is the first film that I've ever watched twice at the cinema because okay. I, I just I, I loved it so much. Um, wow. And, yeah, I, I basically since I messaged uh, Doug to say I'd, I'd love to be on and pick this this episode, I've watched all of Phase Three and I've watched this at the start and the end and then a couple more times just to make sure that every kind of scene is in there. Excellent, that's awesome, man! And you watched it four times. That's like sixteen hours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, um, I struggle with sleep. I've got insomnia, so like, yeah, I, I can just stick it on at the end of a night and you know. If I can get to sleep, I'll pause it and, you know, pick it up the next night. But some nights, like, yeah, I'll go to bed at 11 and fall asleep at 4. So I'm used to kind of t- being tired all the time. And watching films is something I'll do to kind of fill that time. Of course. Nice. Yeah. And while we're on, while we're discussing this, what is your relationship to, like, Marvel in general? Are you a comic book guy or are you just a, a movie guy? No. So um, I... I watched the original Spider-Man trilogy when that came out. I was so I'm 30, so I would have been like 11 when that that was around. I think ish. Um, had nothing really to do with comic book films again. And then the Dark Knight got me back into being obsessed with the comic book kind of films. I've never really read any of the comics. Um, I've I've done little bits like I, I um, actually for the the, the DC stuff. Um, I. I did read a few of sort of Batman and um, a couple of other ones for some of their kind of bigger, you know, like where they where they tie them all together and kind of um, spread out. But I'd never really done any Marvel, and then when Iron Man came out, I was just hooked. That was me. I did. I didn't actually see the Incredible Hulk until I got Disney Plus in twenty nineteen or whenever that was mm-hmm. twenty twenty. Oh, okay. Um, I'd, I'd not seen Incredible Hulk at all till since then, and I've watched it once and never watched it again. Yeah, you did it right. But yeah, I was like, yeah. from Iron Man, I was absolutely hooked. Um, watching everything at the cinema, the the one that I haven't watched at the cinema so far is the second Doctor Strange film that's just come out because I really didn't enjoy the first one, so I didn't uh-huh. bother with the second one. Mm. They're very different, very different <laughs> movies. If you're yeah. a horror guy, I would recommend. Yeah, I watched it two nights ago and I realized this is a fucking horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll, really... I'll watch it when it hits Disney Plus, but I'm not. I'm not. It, kind it of is on, it's it is on, on Disney, Disney Plus here. I don't know if it is by you. Yeah, it so is, we, we've yeah. got it all different because we've just had yeah. Spider Man drop on Disney Plus, which oh, hasn't okay. hasn't happened for you guys yet, has it? Do you have access? No, no it to did. The, to the oh no, 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 no. You're right. It hasn't. No. Have I gave you access to the Master's Google Drive yet? And uh, not that I know of. Message me your email, your Google Drive email in the group, and I'll you'll have everything. Okay, yeah, that all sounds the, good. All, all of our movies plus everything Marvel ever made, going back to the thirties <laughs> and forties. Oh, that sounds epic! Because yeah. yeah, like and I say, I don't want to open up a can of worms, but I watched Doctor Strange again today, the new one, and 
Nothing changed for me. I'm just letting you guys know. I just don't get it. It still doesn't impress me. I don't get it. It's an okay so movie. Good. It's a good movie. Like it's good. It's good, but it's not. There's like, just, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's one of the. I think it's just different strokes for different folks. Oh no, I agree. I'm not saying I. Yeah. I no, it, this is absolutely a taste thing. There's no question yeah. about it. Because yeah. the movie itself is. It's it's Sam Raimi. It's it's well written. It's well. It's fantastically directed, and everything. Yeah, it's just a matter of taste, Joe. You're right. That's yeah, because I mean, it's like, just, like you know how I will relentlessly shit on Black Widow, but you like that one. So like, right? It's just we have different taste. Right now, <laughs> so I like Doctor Strange better than Black Widow. I mean, well, yeah. there's I no mean, question about that. But, I'd hope so, but. but I know what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, I I thought maybe it was my mood in when I went to the theater, but it it wasn't. <laughs> See, the first time I watched it, like, I was just so fucking blown away. I didn't pay attention. But the second time I watched it, I was like, oh, this is a fucking horror movie. Well, <laughs> like, straight and, up horror movie. I, yes, I agree. And I'll tell you what. The, the scenes that I know got you two crazy good, you know, I see why. Like, and and yeah. I get excited, too. I, 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 when I, we don't ruin anything for me. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, no. I, I, got, I got excited for them, and I can completely appreciate why they meant so much to both of you. So, yeah. again, it, it's just, it's just me. This I'm, one's just on me. I'm still excited to argue for it against you guys, but I will say. You won't that, be against me. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> What ruined that movie for me was everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, because oh. when I saw that after, I saw yeah. Doctor Strange 2 first. I was like, oh, no, this is the multiverse movie I want. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see Strange. that. Um, yeah, but I digress. It's a crazy movie, but it's so good. So, so, so good. Beautiful movie. All right. Sorry, I did it again, guys. That's okay. So, long story short, Thanos is now a, a simple farmer. With a, yep. a burnt up arm, all messed up from doing the snap, and he's just too, collecting. Too much glory portal in. Yeah, one too many. He stuck one his whole arm through there. Too many times glory and, portal. Oof! They, they oh, so put I the have duct that tape. to look forward to. <laughs> yes. Right. Um, he's picking weird spiky fruit, and he's you know making some kind of gross stew, and they just ambush him, man. Just boom! You know they they hold his arms, chop his hand off. You know he's still got the infinity glove on, and. Uh, it's like not even a fair fight. You know, they just instantly take this dude out. Um, but when they turn the glove over, they realize the stones are missing. Allegedly, Homeboy decided after he did what he had to do, the temptation was too great to use the stones again. So he used the stones to destroy the stones. So there is no hope of undoing what was done because the yeah. stones have been reduced to atoms or some such <laughs> shit. Which is heartbreaking, but you know they know there's nothing they can do in that moment. Thor snaps and cuts his fucking head off. <laughs> yeah, well, I like they first can we cut his hand off and then he cut his head off. Yeah, yeah. First thing and then head. I don't uh, know if this is my like my head cannon, but did someone ask him what did you do? And he goes, "I went for the head." Yeah, yep. yeah. Rocket, yeah. rocket, he was rocket. Yeah, he's oh, genuinely he does, he horrified. Does he he's say like, I what went did for the head? Do? Yeah, I went for yeah. the head. Okay, like, I thought matter so. of fact, he says I went for the head. I couldn't he, remember if I made that up my mind or if that actually. No, no, that's what he said. Yep. And it was the perfect line because, you know, that's yeah. the thing that's been haunting him all this time is is when he said you should have gone for the head. He was like, fuck, I should have gone for the head. <laughs> yeah. And he did. That shit was brutal as fuck because in like Nebula's there with the fucking blood, purple blood all over her face and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Worth mentioning again, uh, watch this movie with my kids and uh, <laughs> didn't, didn't ever remember the decapitation scene being so uh, in your face, but it yes. was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's really it. I mean, they got to sort of exact some revenge, but it doesn't change anything. And our movie cuts to um, five years later. And five years later, half of life is still gone, and the world is trying to figure out how to move on, um, which is a tough proposition, man. Like, it's, it's, they show shots of uh, New York City. It's, it's almost like a ghost town. Yeah, the Statue of Liberty is basically a mooring for refugee yeah. ships, yeah. and yeah, yeah, pretty bleak. City I did enjoy City Field being devastated because the Mets play there and fuck <laughs> yeah. the Mets. But you know, it's gonna say nothing was, changed at City Field. It's the weirdest. It's thing. still it's just it's still a shit hole. Yeah, actually, uh, it's a fantastic stadium in real it life. It's, it's better than nice. Yankee Stadium, to be honest with you. But I don't know, New York never looked better to me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> if you ever went to Shea Stadium, it's a it's a uh, marked improvement city. Oh field. yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So we're now in a, you know, very intimate meeting, um, almost like an AA 
type of setting. And we've got a bunch of trauma survivors. And one of them is uh, Steve Rogers. One of them is actually one of the Russos. Uh, yeah, I H think it's Joe. Joe Russo, yeah. Hitchcock yeah. in his own scene up, man. Yep. His kids are in it, too. Are they? Yeah, his uh, Hawkeye's daughter is his daughter. No yep. way. And, okay. Yes. And then later in the later in the movie in the in the diner scene, uh, one of the autograph kids is his son. Oh, that's cool. I didn't yep. know that. Yep. So, and yeah. you can see it. You can see if you look yeah, at his daughter, definitely. if you look at the girl, and especially look at the boy, you go. Yeah, because I was Russo. wondering. Because <laughs> like I was tell. wondering how she got casted for that otherwise. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. No. I'm the, just saying. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> But that is Nepo the coolest. The nepotism is strong. Nepotism is kind of <laughs> awesome, man. I would do it too. But like, listen, I know my daughter can't act and stuff, but she really wants to be in Star Wars. Like, let's do something. Yeah. Maybe, oh, maybe that kid was George Lucas's like nephew or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we're we're in this group therapy session, and uh, Joe, if you want to hit this next clip for me, this is Cap talking about, well. I'm jumping forward a little bit. He's telling all these people, you got to move on. Guys, you got to move on. I'm moving on. We're all moving on. Cut to the next scene where he's like at work with Black Widow and he talks about, I can't move on. You know, I keep telling everybody they should move on and grow. Some do. But not us. If I move on, who does this? Maybe it doesn't need to be done. I used to have nothing. And then I got this. This job. This family. And I was always better because of it. So you get a little taste of the gravitas. Now, while this is happening, we are shown a storage facility with yep. a, an area labeled Lang, okay? And it is the van that everybody loves from the movie that plays uh, La Cucaracha. Yep. And, and in what I think is probably Doug's favorite scene in this movie. Uh. And this scene, <laughs> this scene makes the entire rest of the film possible. Yeah, it does. The Radis Ex Machina? Radis <laughs> yeah. Ex Machina. I'm, I've st I still actively try to convince myself that the, the rat was just there and it triggered itself. Like, <laughs> I, I, I actively I really, try to... I really just... wish it would have been a monkey that came out of an air condition vent. <laughs> <laughs> because the security guard is definitely Chang. Oh, definitely. oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. And, and he did live in, a, in a, an air vent with a monkey. Imagine if like a monkey came out... <laughs> I think I think I would have been more okay if a glory portal opened than a dildo came up and pressed the button. <laughs> that rat walked across the fucking button and saved everybody. It's like it's like Jar Jar Binks is the reason for the fucking empire, and this rat's the reason we're all okay now. I, so I don't know. what you're saying is you'd rather see a Wong Dong? Yes. Anyway, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. It's, the, it's the fourteen million six hundred and one or whatever it is. It's it's the the you off know, chance. You just fixed it all for me. You so you think Matt, Dr. Thank you because saw you that just rat? fixed it all for me because you're right. Yeah. There's, you're there's, absolutely right. He goes forward and he sees 14 million. Yes. Is it 601, I think, is the yeah, number? Yeah, something, yes. And they 14, win once yes. and it's because of the rat. Yes. You are 100% so, so, right, dude. You just fixed everything <laughs> for me. So the Bleecker Street magician saw the rat. Exactly. Yes. He's doing the thing. No, no, no rat, no rat, yeah, no, no rat. Oh, rat. shit. Look. Uh, but you're right, it's all part of the plan. See, I'm not a guy who believes in part of the plan, so I have a problem with that. He's doing this, he's like... Eric, I saw your head being made me think about it. Yeah, there you go. But Okay, Matt, and I'm serious, that just makes it all okay. Because it's absolutely 100% true. Because I the same thing, and I said the same thing. I was like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Like, why are we, yeah. like, because of this? And one of my mates just went, well, so, Dr. Strange looked at a billion things or whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah. yes. Okay. So yep, what should have happened, Doug, now. is when the rat ran across, they should have had a cut to Dr. Strange doing this. <laughs> <laughs> for me, just for me. Because yeah. I'm a dense fucker. I get it. 
and I then zoom in close on the rat, and the rat gives a little nod, like, okay. <laughs> yes. And this but movie actually done. has three community uh, people in it. Yeah, man. I knew you would be happy about all Ken of Jong. these. Mm-hmm. We get two, two, well, we actually already had one of them. Um, technically, she, she was in community, but she's way more known for other things, and that's fucking Brie Larson, because she was Abed's girlfriend in community. Oh, yeah, she shit. was. Yeah. She right. was, you're right. And then oh, event Nicole Brown. I didn't even consider it. Yeah, the event Nicole Brown's later in the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so this rat scurries across some controls, triggering the um, the machine that they used to get Scott into the quantum realm to turn back on and spit him out. Now, if you watched uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, one of the after credit scenes was the experiment they do to send him in happens almost exactly when the snap happens. So they send him in, and uh, both Janet and... Um, well, I'm having a stroke. Uh, Hank Pym. Hope. Hank. Oh, and, and Hank. Hank Pym turned to yeah. dust, and he's stuck in there. So How this did you is... remember Janet? <laughs> Damn I it. Remember. Yeah, and, and also, yeah, is, isn't Kate from Lost there as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hope is there. <laughs> all three of them, poof. Yeah. But, I mean, out of all three of them, you remember the one who's least mentioned. I know, right? Yeah, I, did, <laughs> I had no idea what her name was. The one been around for 10 seconds in the movie. Yeah, the it's one like who I didn't Michelle even know what her Pfeiffer. name was. Yeah, She's just his wife. You guys are overlooking the fact that it was Michelle Pfeiffer. Like well, Catwoman, movie. that's all I think. <laughs> I <laughs> guess. It's Catwoman. No, Michelle Pfeiffer, I get it. I'm yeah. just saying, I didn't know her name was Janet, but that's cool. You're right. That's how my brain works. It, it latches onto the least useful piece of information at all times. Because he's that, the smart one. <laughs> 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 that's from love actually but i doubt that joe's ever seen that movie oh love actually no. man so yeah he, like it's spits, eh. it spits scott out and he's <laughs> surrounded by trash and, and doesn't know what the fuck's going on eventually we cut to the security guard who is ken jong uh from community of course because these movies are chock full of community references i wonder you know. why Actually, yeah. technically, the fourth community in this because Joe Russo. <laughs> like, Joe yes, Russo. Yeah. exactly. See, now, Joe, what I would have loved to see was him find Scott, but shrunk his Ant-Man and him pick Scott up and squint like he does at the piece of paper in community. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> see? I'm, I'm, we're connected here. See, Doug, yeah. I'm, I'm starting to learn. I'm learning. Yeah. The Padawan is learning from the master. You're, getting, like, you're starting to understand the whole, like, the art of the tangent. Yes. 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 100%. I'm going to write that book, The Art of the Tangent. That's a, that's a good idea, man. You're right. So you Scott, skill, brother. Scott escapes the, uh, the little storage area. And he's, uh, this is messed up because this guy, Paul Rudd is the comic relief of these Marvel movies for sure. He's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. He he does some of the most heartbreaking acting in the yes. next two minutes of this movie. Yes. And it's completely out of left field and it hurts. It hurts. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, he's trying to find his way back through the world, but he doesn't know what's going on. It's like the fucking zombie apocalypse happened. And, you know, he even asks a kid on a bike, like, hey, what's going on? And the kid yeah. looks at him like, fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that kid, that kid, uh, he's seen some shit. <laughs> yeah, man. You know? Like, you see it in his face. Yeah. So Scott makes his way to a memorial to those who were um, dusted, the vanished, they call it. And he's frantically looking to find his family, his daughter. Um, it's like a scene out of the Twilight Zone, man. It's it's haunting. It's affecting. Mm-hmm. And it's your comic relief. Like, what the fuck? There's no funny in this. No, <laughs> no not at all. Not, not at, at all. all. And he sees it's, his own name dead on the fucking giant yeah. memorial. Yes, which freaks him again. Very Twilight Zone. He yeah. makes it back to his house, and this is another one of those scenes. Oh, that fucking! Just... Also, like, we're gonna find this out in a second, but he doesn't realize how long it's been. No, no he has no, no idea. He has <laughs> yeah, no so concept of it. This has really got to be fucking odd for him. Until this moment where he gets to his house looking for his daughter, and she answers the door, and she is, she went from ten to fifteen, and she's yeah. just. A big teenager. She looks twenty-two, but that we'll, she does. we'll move past that. Yeah. It's it's effective for the shot. I, exactly. You know, yeah. um, and he's he's so flummoxed. You know, he's he's looking at her, and obviously he he knows it's Cassie. He knows it's his daughter, but he's yeah. he's like all he can manage to say is, "You're so big." And they yeah. hug, and he's crying. Oh and, man, and I'm crying. And, <laughs> dude. <laughs> he's crying. 
this is up there with the the uh, scene from Inception for me. You know that yeah. that idea of lost time. Like, yes. Yes. Oh my God, Paul Rudd, Bravo! Right? Yeah. Was not expecting that out of you, buddy. Uh, hold on, I'm getting choked up. I don't know. After that one show with him, what was one where like he kept getting like the clones? Uh, oh, living, yeah. with living with myself. Yeah. After that, I mean, he he's got way better dramatic. Oh, he can stuff. act. I mean, no, yeah. there's no question. Paul Rudd can act. You know. Yeah. Okay, I'm back. Sorry about that, folks. Oh, Look away. Taking a breath. Okay. Uh, Scarlett Johansson makes a peanut butter sandwich, and we're back. Um, so, <laughs> so Scott makes his way back to the Avengers uh, facility so he can sort of explain what happened. And, uh, you know, he also has this crazy idea about how they can fix shit. So if you want to hit this next clip for me, Joe, this is uh, Scott explaining time. Have either time of you guys ever studied quantum physics? Only to make conversation. <laughs> All right, so five years ago, right, right before Thanos, I was in a place called the Quantum Realm. And the Quantum Realm is like its own microscopic universe. To get in there, you have to be incredibly small. Hope, she's my, uh, she, she was my, she was, she was supposed to pull me out. And then Thanos happened, and I got stuck in there. Sorry, that must have been a very long five years. Yeah, but that's just it. It wasn't. For me, it was five hours. See, the rules of the quantum realm aren't like they are up here. Everything is unpredictable. Is that anybody's sandwich? I'm starving. Scott, what are you talking about? So, what I'm saying is, time works differently in the quantum realm. The only problem is right now, we don't have a way to navigate it. But what if we did? can't stop thinking about it. What if we could somehow control the chaos and we could navigate it? What if there was a, a way that we could enter the quantum realm at a certain point in time, but then exit the quantum realm at another point in time? Like, like before Thanos. Wait, are you talking about a time machine? No, no, of course not. No, not a time machine. This is more like, um, yeah, like a time machine. I know, it's crazy, it's crazy. I, I, but I can't stop thinking about it. There's got to be some... It's crazy. Scott, I get emails from a raccoon, so nothing sounds crazy anymore. <laughs> so who do we talk to about this? Ugh. You like that line? I get emails I from a raccoon. I love that line. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's crazy. I also so love Cap Captain America being so Captain America when he... He basically wants to shake Scott and say, what the fuck is wrong with you? And he just says, Scott, what are you talking about? Because he's Captain America and he can't say the other thing. Yeah. You know, that was Language. so Cap. Yeah, exactly. That was so Cap. He does but, that a lot in this movie, even with Tony before. He's like, Tony, I need you to focus. Yes, exactly. So I saying, Tony, shut the exactly. fuck up. Exactly. Like, he wants to shake him. So, yeah. So we're going to get ready to take our first break. But before we do that, I'll leave you with one last clip that follows that moment. Um, it's one of my favorite little, you know, nods in this, in this film. Uh, if you want to hit that next one, Joe. I don't believe we would. Gotta say it, I sometimes miss that giddy optimism. However, high hopes won't help if there's no logical, tangible way for me to safely execute said time heist. I believe the most likely outcome will be our collective demise. Not if we strictly follow the rules of time travel. That means no talking to our past selves, no betting on sporting events. I'm going to stop you right there, Scott. Are you seriously telling me that your plan to save the universe is based on Back to the Future? Mm -hmm. No. Good. You had me worried there, because that'd be horseshit. That's not how quantum <laughs> physics works. <laughs> I love that, man. Yeah, it is. It's great. Um, so, yeah, clearly, you know, once they get the idea, they seek out Tony's help. And um, we'll just leave you with this. Tony's not interested. You want to know why? Come check out part two of Avengers Endgame coming up next. Hey guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. 
I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I caught it first. Yeah, I'm hosting we... Jeopardy. <laughs> Are you, though? Listen, guys, we, we need your help. Uh, to help keep the lights on, as they say. Uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. You Back. can either be a friend it, of the show, a oh. friend with benefits... Ooh. We just we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Ooh, damn. And if you uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know we'll send you some not safe for work picks if, if you want. <laughs> it's not safe for your eyes picks in my case, but not safe for anything right. picks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, guys, check out uh, Patreon.com/slash/MOTCU. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool. Uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah, The yeah. tiers started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout out on every episode. Right. So, come on. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then enjoy this week's movie.